that's that's how I would answer that. And you're looking at me like I'm an idiot, so I obviously you don't agree with me, but I will for the record, I will never look at you like you're an idiot. I have too much respect for you. I look at you like you're an idiot all the time. Because you don't have the same respect for me. <laughs> However. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. And at night, if you hear weird noises, don't be alarmed. I am fine. I am lost. We're talking about heavyweights. Oh, I've been waiting forever to talk about heavyweights. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Eric, how the hell are you doing? Uh, also excited about this. Uh, my favorite conspiracy theory that I've read so far that this is the prequel to Dodgeball. It is. I am excited. I don't care everybody's. I just yes. learned about this. I also just learned about the ending, the after credits scene. Thank you, Sarah, to this. Mm-hmm. So, I. Uh, how much do you know about this, Sarah? If you know, if you're introducing me to new scenes in the movie. That's because when we finished watching the movie, I turned on the trivia, or I looked up the trivia on IMDb. Oh. And saw that there was an after credit, and I mean like after after post credits. All the credits have run. There is a. 10 second clip at the end of this movie i had never actually seen it before so that was my first time watching it with you and we were talking off air and we thought it was a great discussion so we're kind of going to start off on orthodox here but we were talking about if this movie is considered to be offensive nowadays compared to coming out in february 1995 and eric you were having some good points so i'm kind of open the floor up to you and I think you and I are on the same page. I don't find this movie offensive. I think this movie still holds up. What do you say, Eric? Well, I really don't know what is offensive. I, I, is the main, I don't want to get it twisted that the main argument that is being offensive is just because they are being insensitive to these people's weight who signed up and paid money to go to a fat camp. Right? Some, some involuntarily... I guess, but sold on to it. No, they all went pretty... I think they all went voluntarily. A lot of them were coming back for, you know, the second, third, fourth time. Uh, the one um, camp counselor was what had been there 18 years. Um, but I think they also just don't frame it as a fat camp. Like, we're here to lose weight, guys. Like, we're here to, you know, go on the go-karts and play on the blob and have fun. Um we might feed you some healthier foods than you used to and that's why the kids are sneaking in salamis and candy and all the things um but i i don't think it's sort of your traditional view of a a fat camp is there a fat camp does that still exist i just googled that yes there are okay so then again i'm I'm kind of with eric what is offensive but i think they phrase it as like we're a health retreat um like you're not sending your your 12-year-old to a fat camp. Well, uh, yeah, reaching for that aside, let's go maybe to another one where it's just that uh, they just show, I guess, fat people. Can I even call them that? In a just, I don't know, a negative light. I don't even think that they were calling each other or teasing each other that much as much as it was mm-hmm. against the skinny people. Right. It was, yeah, they the there was, yeah. And actually, I don't hear the jocks really the camp MVP, I don't really hear them doing a lot of weight slurs, if you will. No, I think there was 
I think it was really obvious uh, the one counselor who had lost a bunch of weight and they were at the beginning, they were calling him chicken legs and and things like that. That was probably the most uh, teasing about somebody's weight that there was all the whole movie. Yeah, right. I don't know. I thought this movie was a bit more about kind of accepting like who you are. It doesn't matter. You know what you look like on the outside. It's it's with the inside that counts and your Mm -hmm. character being true to yourself. Yeah. You know, uh, dance on the dance floor, even though no one else is dancing kind of thing. Um, and those girls liked him, too. Remember those girls when yeah. they walked him and they got kicked out? They're like, oh, they're nice. See, there's th- there was nothing negative about people overweight in this movie at all. Yeah, I didn't I, I didn't I say there so. was. Well, the off air conversation was my wife thought that this movie would not be suitable for our six year old daughter. And I'm I'm still saying it's it's nothing. She's seen Thor's butt last year. I mean, this is fine. Well, what is, is would be appropriate? Eight? Ten? I don't know. Twenty? What I was saying is then I think it's appropriate to have a conversation with your six-year-old about how these guys are maybe saying things that you shouldn't say uh, to people. Like, you shouldn't call people fat. Um, and it's a, it's more of a conversation, educational moment than anything like I, I would i wouldn't hesitate to show my six-year-old this movie so instead of fashion i say like weight impaired i i, I don't understand, <laughs> I don't why, understand. Why, do we have to, why do we have to call them out at all yeah just because call them by their name up. how about that yeah. yeah frank frank the tank <laughs> <laughs> i yep. got him on that one so yeah so that again uh that was our guys welcome to our another episode of nostalgia extravaganza sarah hi i always say hi to you um yeah, dude, uh, we're already, like, halfway done with Nostalgia Extravaganza. Can you believe that? Like, like these retrospectives go by way too fast for me. I have too much fun. I'm already planning next year's. Like, it's just crazy. So, Heavyweights was huge, of course, for me. I'm sure it was big for you guys, right? I mean, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, this movie was everywhere in 95. Um, I owned the VHS. If I didn't have the VHS because I borrowed it, somebody borrowed it, I got it from the video store. I mean, this movie was concert. This and Camp Nowhere were like the were like the competing camp movies. Whoa, Remember yeah, Camp Nowhere? Right. Uh, right. I don't so, know if I've ever seen that one. Uh, it was Christopher Lloyd in that one, I believe. Yeah, he plays a, he plays a, a thief or a burglar or something like that, and he has to pretend that he is a camp counselor, and then he has a heart of gold at the end. Of um, course. And right. uh, and that one dude, right? The the '90s heartthrob dude, Andrew Keegan. Oh, oh, of um, course. Watching this movie, this I was like, oh my god, there are tons of the Mighty Duck kids in this. And then yes. I realized that it's 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 uh, it's the same writer, Steve Brill. And uh, my wife was like, the main character, what Jerry is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the main kid, he was in um, the Mighty Ducks as like a small part character. So this was his time to shine. Yeah, yeah so. he was in there, and jeez, uh, well, he also did D two, D three, and uh, a lot of Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> oh. Right, yeah, yeah. These guys go on and do Adam Sandler. So, um, yeah, this movie was big Hubie for me. Halloween. Uh, yes, the director has done Hubie Halloween. Eric, was this big for you too? Oh yeah, this was. One of those where uh, I'm sure most schools maybe had it kind of in their library for like, you know, summer kind of uh, latchkey kids or 
something in just to kind of put on the something safe to put on the background for an hour and a half. That's the other thing too is that the runtime is just that right amount of time so that the kids aren't inside for too long. Um, but it also just buy it just buys that right amount so they you know their attention span gets it and it just kind of moves forward right around they start to get restless and you, had, you know set them outside or something like that. But yeah, this was a staple, of course, and everything about it held true. I watching it with adult eyes, I caught a little bit more, like right. the capacity sign on the school bus that originally said what capacity, like 25. 20, 24, 25 people, and then it was crossed out and put. 22 people mm-hmm. yeah because it's a fat camp mm-hmm. uh, but yeah keenan is fantastic of course dude never disappoints yeah and he's the longest reigning cast member right on snl too oh yeah like 20 was, years uh, yeah without a doubt and just everyone in, in, involved in this has been fantastic hold on, let me pull up the, the the cast who's the um david goldman is that his name? who's the goldberg guy uh, did a lot of drugs. Have you seen his mugshot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sad story. And then also, I have it Googled here that um, Joseph Wayne Miller, the kid who played Salami Sam, he also died. Uh, he's 36 years old when he died. Oh, so my sleep, age. I think. Ooh, that's not good. Sarah, uh, I w- always like to hear from the young female perspective, right, as growing up. Was this movie mm-hmm. big for you? I remember watching this movie as a kid. Yeah, this was one that at my mom's daycare, I remember watching in the summer, same kind of thing. You know, in the afternoon, it's hot out. We're going to watch a movie for a little while. And this was in the rotation. Um, We would either get it from the video store down the road or or whatever. And yeah, um, and I think it it holds up like there's this this doesn't have the the brave little toaster effect where you remember certain yeah. scenes as being pretty good. And then the rest of it was like, wait, that happened in this movie. Right. Like this was a pretty solid movie all the way through watching it as an adult. I totally agree with you. Right. Yes. I was thinking about brave little toaster. We have not had the brave little toaster effect yet. We'll see next. The next movie is another cartoon. You know what? I actually was having a conversation with my brother-in-law about something uh, that I really struck me with something like this um, because our niece is kind of responding to movies more often now and there's a lot more animated movies now than there are live action movies. Sure. Uh, If we were to kind of take Disney's attempt at whatever the heck it is they're doing. But a lot more animated, of course. And it seems that uh, he was complaining that she responds better to live action to people on screen than she does cartoons. And it just got to me thinking that there were a lot more like heavyweights, a lot more family friendly, just kind of, I don't know if it was just because I was in that time or there has to be way more animated movies now, right? It really does seem like they're everywhere, but yeah, that we're missing out on the live action family movie. Well, technology, right? I mean, this is the same year that Toy Story came out, that summer. This came out in February of 95, and Toy Story came out in the summer of 95. That changed the game. This When this movie came out, this was a world before Toy Story. So that that's what I think is the grandfather of it all, right? Is uh, is Diary of a Wimpy Kid, is that, is that like a family-appropriate thing? I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, like older kids, I think. It's like a tween. So, not quite tween. 
we've already established that these kids are going to a fat camp. I will argue one thing though. So we get uh, the owners who are Ben Stiller's real parents, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a fat camp. I mean, not once watching this movie um, do they show that this is a fat camp. These kids run amok. Uh, nobody's responsible for these kids. I think that Ben Stiller's parents in the movie just say, we have a camp, see you later. Um, there is no healthy food. I think one of you guys made that statement earlier about healthy food. There is no healthy food. Nobody's watching these kids. Even the counselor is a big guy himself. Now, don't you, and I also found this as an adult funny. The main dude, whatever his name is, I forget. Jerry? Uh, Jerry? No, not or Jerry. Pat. Pat, 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 the older guy. Pat's supposed to be our age. He's supposed to be 36 in this movie. Oh, Lord. Right? And Ben Stiller's <laughs> supposed to be 30. We did, the, we, did the, we did the math. We did the math. Okay. Uh, just from the actual actor's birth dates. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pat says he's been coming here for 18 years. Don't you think you'd be going to a fat camp for 18 years and you haven't shown a bit of success? Maybe it's not the place for you. So that's why I I mean, don't you're think. only showing up for the summer. And who knows how long that summer is? What, two months, maybe? Maybe more, because they said in the middle of the film, Ben Stiller says, you're going to lose this weight by Labor Day. Okay, so maybe we're saying, you know, end of the school year, so like mid-June to end of August. So two and a half months. Right. God only knows. These events do happen pretty quick into into their summer. Right. Uh, We could then say, because you don't know this, Jordan, what if... Uh, like a sheep's wool, they shed it off in the summer and then they gain it all back in the winter. I mean, that's a very possibility or plausibility. You like that? Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I just, I just, I just found that funny right at the beginning, where the where the salesman of the camp is at Jerry's house with his parents, and they're like, "Come see the blob and go karts," and not once did they say, "You're going to lose weight here." So, no, like, that's you're a, right. They, they so that, did what. His the promotional video had Pat no. saying that yes, he said that Pat may Pat Pat may have said hey uh, you'll you'll have fun here too but he didn't say anything in the promotional video about you're gonna come here and lose weight he did because that's when Jerry reacts that this is a fat camp that's exactly I thought it was just when he he sees Pat in the lake and Pat like holds up the kids' hands and they're all like yay and it's really obvious they're all the same body type when Jerry is like, huh, this is a fat camp. I'm and I don't with know. And I don't know if, if he's associating it with like, this is a fat camp. I have to lose weight here. Or if it's just a fat camp where all the kids are overweight and all the boys, excuse me, there's no girls in this movie, no. except, uh, for the, yeah. except for the girls in the other camp and the nurse. God, I wish I was in that camp. No, this is this is clearly not a fat camp. So then we go to camp. I, I'm going to put money on this. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, should I put this on right now? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah, do it right now on air. Why not? Not uh, once do they say this is a fat camp in I, the promotional video. Where? Oh, okay. Keep keep going. He's, he's <laughs> going. Do it. I got more to say that he needs to be involved in, but I'm oh, telling boy. you. I mean, like, I'm totally right, Sarah. I'm on your team on this. I mean, I could, I could go either way. Um, what, it, what happens? What happens when I'm right and Eric's wrong? The world like, explodes. I'm just asking. I, I'll admit if it happens, but I, I could very much 
see it in my head. A Mandela effect, clear as day, that Pat says something to the remark that this is a fat camp. Hey, we're fatties here, or you want to lose weight or something like that. And that's when Jerry says, hey, wait a minute. Because his dad, played by Jeffrey, what, Tram, Trambor, Tram, mm-hmm. yeah, is ho- just very blunt and crass. He's just, uh-huh. no, you, this kid's fat. You need to go to this yeah. camp, lose some weight. And he right. makes comments about it the entire movie as well, too. So that might be an insensitive thing. His character, who's yeah. completely unforgiving. Yeah, he's very mean. He Why, sees Eric's... his kid after not seeing him for the first time in like a month. And he's like, you haven't lost any weight. Yeah, he's like, he looks the same. Yeah. yeah. What did you and, but, expect? But then, but then Jerry, the kid, says at that moment in time, he's like, but I feel great. And that's what matters. Yeah. Um, so there's one thing that I call BS on, one thing in this movie, and the one thing that I call BS on is that when Jerry is on the plane and he meets uh, Keenan, mm-hmm. and they get on the bus, he's automatically friends. Now, I guess one would argue because they're all fat together, but we were all kids of this age. Eric, you and I were young boys at this age. Young boys are not this welcoming to a new person in their group. And I'm like, no, that's BS. That's BS. But other than that, though, who cares? I, I mean, that's the only gripe I have with this movie is just how welcoming they were to him. Uh, Eric is still looking this up. God, I'm going to prove him wrong. <laughs> hey, 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 Sarah, Sarah, I got it. Yes, if, sir. If you and I are right, he has to say yee on air. Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. oh good gravy. They're Please making, be right. They're making be friends right. here. Yes. Please be right. I, I really hope. Okay, he's playing it. He's playing right now. You hold, on, see. hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, he's going to do it. Oh, because Camp Hope is a fun way to lose weight, Pat says. That's it. In, in the promotional video. That's all he says. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Pat Finley. I've been coming here since I was 10 years old. Want to know why? Because fat, excuse me, Because Camp Hope is the fun way to lose weight. That's it. And, yeah, and that's, that's exactly. when... And that's when they stop, and Jerry goes, it's a fat camp. Are you crazy? Oh, yeah. So there you go. So who's right and who's wrong? It's I a am. little bit. <laughs> Sarah. He never comes out and says it's a fat camp. He just says it's a fun way to lose weight. It's a fun way. To... Hey, hey, going golfing with you, Eric, is a fun way to lose weight. Doing a podcast with you is a fun way to lose weight, big guy. It You know, it means anything. It's not. But Sur- no. Surviving it's... night terrors is a is a big way. Right. Well, if you had night terrors and I was going to send you to a group that also uh, with people that also had night terrors, by the way, not a night terror camp. No, 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 no. It just happens to be a group of of people who all are there to kind of work out their night terrors. (laughs) Speaking of night terrors, let's get into the crux of this movie. Uh, So Jerry and all the friends are excited. They have their they're hiding of salami. I don't know if salami was a stereotype, or is it be- or is it just because it's something fun to put in the movie? I don't get the salami thing. I think it's fun in the movie, and it's just not healthy. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't. I, was just like, I, I think it's also like because it's kids, and you got to go for that that ick factor. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, because that was a lot of salami. <laughs> There's some oh, melted chocolate on that. I was to say, the ick factor was the kid with all the melted chocolate, and then the kids are using their hands to eat it. Oh, that was gross. Gina lost it. She was like, oh, God, because the guy even, like, 
because the guy takes his hand on the belly of the kid and he's just like, oh, it's so disgusting, and he eats it anyway. I'm this like, is that unsanitary, guy, and then he eats it anyway. Yeah. That guy has an addiction. 20 takes of that. Yeah. Huh? yeah. And uh, they go to their Welcome to Camp Hope meeting, and we find out that Ben Stiller and his – well, not Ben Stiller, but uh, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry Stiller, right? Yeah. And uh, his wife have declared bankruptcy. They have sold the camp to – in real life, their son, but in the movie, they're not. Ben Stiller, this leads into the conspiracy theory. Now, if this was a clear case of a conspiracy theory that's true, this is it. Ben Stiller is playing the same freaking character from this movie to Dodgeball, mm-hmm. right? This is not a coinky dink, right? I mean, like, I mean, this is this what? is this is not a coincidence. What, what that Ben Stiller can play one character like it's, no, but it's pretty have you obvious. Seen yeah, it is. He has as many. He has as much range as let's say Mike Myers, who can do Scottish and English, and oh, maybe a little on, bit can- Canadian. Everything else he, is it's 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 just them yelling. It's it's with mystery men. It's like Adam Sandler. Along came Polly, right? It's just him. You know, cool, laid back, Ben Stiller. But then I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak out. I have anger issues. I don't mean to, to downplay, but that's just kind of no, uh, totally wrong. Totally right. Totally, totally wrong. Because I, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I have my backstory with this. Right, the guy fails at the at the at the camp, and then ten years later, because exactly ten years later, dodgeball comes out, right, and now he does this globo gym thing. He's playing the same character. By the way, shout out to Ben Stiller. Well, there's a lot of moments in this movie where his shirt's off. Dude is jacked. Yeah. I wish I looked like Ben Stiller. Uh, that guy was like just jacked up, and that was not fake. I was impressed. And I was impressed. Also, I, I will say, I, I, you know what? You were right, Jordan. I could be having a, a Mugatu moment myself, actually, <laughs> where I'm seeing all of his characters as the same. And I, am I taking crazy pills? This are all the same characters. And then. No, yeah, they are all in fact different. No, I, I, I really Latibra, think that the people steal. I, I really nice. I really feel that the writers of Dodgeball was like, "Hey Ben, remember that movie you did ten years ago? Do that." I mean, because it's the same character, man. Um, so Ben Stiller comes in because he buys the camp and he's completely turning this non-fat camp into this child labor camp, right? That's what they're trying to have us believe. Um, and then we meet my favorite character, the one I opened the show with, Lars. Lars had me cracking up all the way through. From the time we meet Lars all the way to the end, I freaking love this guy. This actor knew what kind of movie he was making. Like, this guy was hilarious. He was very fun. Yeah, That's it? I was, I was, I was hyping this dude up, and that's all you guys can give me? Uh, no, I... This guy is... A classic case of no small parts. This guy's amazing. I am lost. He, he <laughs> come on. He came in Act Two, you know, just uh, with the small uh, lines that I'm sure were uh, not even two pages, and he crushed it. He crushed it compared to everybody out. else. There was that one Asian health guy that said nothing. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, nobody else said anything besides Lars. The screaming that Lars done is hilarious. Um, <laughs> the dancing, the love machine is just absolutely amazing. Like everything about it is great. Um, 
Ben Stiller serves these kids gruel. Right? It was like this like raspberry blueberry paste that he feeds them. So his whole thing that's is that yogurt. That's parfait. It that's not yogurt. That looked like gruel. It's Greek so, yogurt and arugula salad. So for the sake of the show, because I know the plot, but for the sake of the show, Ben Stiller is a health nut, and he buys this camp, and he's going to deter. Uh, his whole thing is he wants to shoot an infomercial to sell his how to uh, lose weight program. That's the only reason for this, right? Yeah, more or less. For the most, more or less. So he's in this fat camp, completely fails every way. He has another one of the kids that is like with him, but also against him because he hides food in a tree trunk as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am also. I'm curious about this character. Is it? Russ is his name. Is this the kid that used to be a chipmunk? Yes. Yeah. He with his uh, spiky blonde hair. That boy. He has uh, very nineties. I'm gonna get him. He. I remember him from a few things actually. Um, one. I've seen him. McDonald's commercials. He was in a few. Yeah. But uh, a... where where are you? What's your character name? Why now... why can't I see you? I also said to Gina that I feel that this movie is the number two best 90s race scene at the end. And she goes, second, what's number one? And I said, uh, Airborne. Uh, and she was like, what's that? And I was oh, like, yeah. Jack Black. And then I showed her the trailer. And she was like, oh, my God, why didn't you review that? And I'm like, oh, my God, why didn't we review that? You have I, don't, I don't need to watch it again. What? You have the movie on that USB. Airborne? Airborne. Yes. The original from the 90s? You gave it to yes. me? On the USB. In my TV right now? You right gave now. that to me? I'm watching Airborne tonight. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Instead yes. of Babadook. You're welcome. Bob. Yes. Okay, look. Uh, nothing there really happens Gina, in this That's movie. appropriate for... Nice. Uh, nothing really happens in this, right? I mean, like, this... We got this, we got this middle chunk... That is just standard follow, you know, storyline, right? We get the bad kids who are camp MVP, who are all jocks that are across the lake from them, uh, who just beats them in baseball. I don't know why the baseball scene was there, really, just to add pity for the kids. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's just this middle chunk from the time that Ben Stiller's introduced to the time they trap Ben Stiller. It's a really been there, done that. It's actually, I wasn't bored, but I can see that it's a very boring segment. Like, this second act is not very well. Agree or disagree? Yeah, well, it's, I don't know, it just kind of shows uh, just how bad things are getting, right? About how, uh, actually, you know what, I think it, it might actually contrast with, or actually go along with what happened in the beginning of the movie. The intro to Gerald. Uh, to Jerry, is that uh, here's a kid who just nothing really goes his way. Like sure. everything, every little about everything, little thing about his life is just a thumbs down, and he gets a you know, bad luck every time. the The baseball gets uh, kind of knocked over uh, to the fence at his feet. He can't even throw it over the fence, right? He's trying right. to walk past a dog, and a dog is barking at him for no reason. He's like, he's just trying to enjoy his walk home. He misses his school bus. 
right? Just all these things, and he's just a bad luck kid. And he's having this bit of hope. Oh, I'm going to uh, go to this uh, fat camp. Well, that's uh, his back. He doesn't, he doesn't want to go to a fat camp. But all right, maybe I'll go there. He's making a friend. He makes a friend in Keenan. Uh, he meets all these new people. He's having a great time. This is, hey, this is going to be pretty cool. Things are looking up and coming up Millhouse here. It's looking great. And just when he's about to, you know, uh, uh, get there and, and feel great, it's all taken away because the Jerry, uh, oh, because the, the owners uh, had other people write their checks, right? That's what he said. Don't ever, yeah. never have anybody else write your checks. <laughs> and, that. and that whole promise of having an awesome summer, gone. Just his luck. Right. And everything else after that is just kind of a ripple of just his luck. It's just, you know, bummer to be Jerry. And that's what makes his triumphant victory at the end so sweet is because he got it. He did it. You know, he he got his wings, I guess, as you could say. Yeah, right. That was that was a joke throughout the whole movie that I wish they would emphasize more, right? So he flies in the plane, and he goes to it, – it says L.A., so I don't know if he's flying from L.A. or to L.A. I think he's flying He's flying out of L.A. The, the movie takes place – well, it was filmed in North Carolina. Right. So I don't know if – yeah, so that's why I was thinking maybe it was, it was an L.A. area kid. Maybe he was friends with uh, uh, the Terminator kid, about the same age, right? Yeah, possibly. Uh, possibly. So where is this Camp Locate, Camp Hope? Is it western Pennsylvania? No, it's in North Carolina. It's an actual real camp, yeah. and people have put longitude and latitude online. You can go mm -hmm. there. Camp Hope, huh? What was I've, that driven, I've driven through the, the city before. Oh, well, it's uh, – okay, okay, I get you. It's really beautiful in, like, the Blue Ridge Mountains, and it's gorgeous. Not as gorgeous as you. Whoa. I'm married, man. I am married. A, I'm not I, I'm complimenting here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Jesus. Just saying. Laying on the powder, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been with somebody for 15 years. If I didn't know what I was doing, I would have been doing that, right? <laughs> All the ladies want a piece of fez. I'm just trying to say. So, um, also, Jerry, no, uh, Jerry has a thing for flying because he wants to ride these go-karts. We get a good moment, you know, with Jerry and Pat and pushing the golf cart. I feel really old, and I shouldn't because Jerry looks old. Not Jerry. Pat looks old. He's supposed to be 36, which is my age, and I'm like, that guy looks older than me. Like yeah, the okay. hairline doesn't help. Yeah, I'm just like, do people at 36 look like they were 50 back then? Um, the dance, we got to talk about the school dance, well, not the school dance, but you know, the camp dance. So they say in the movie, which I missed this as a kid, but Ben Stiller puts this dance on to embarrass the kids to make them feel bad because they're fat. Mm -hmm. yep. Right. So this is just an all girl camp. This it's, it's not for a reason. They don't explain. This is like, this is like a Catholic, or like a Christian camp. This nope. isn't like cheerleading camp. This is a girl camp. Right. That's just it. All girls. All girls. And the girls want nothing to do with the boys. It's a very iconic scene. And then eventually uh, the guy who was fat that's now skinny dances to Love Machine. Pat joins him. The nurse, who was fun. I love the nurse. She joins him. And then we get this great, fun dance sequence. Um, who hammed it up more? Ben Stiller or Lars? Ben Stiller. Yeah, probably. But I, I think that's Lars. just... I. 
like Eric was saying, I think that's the character he always plays is a very over the top sort of person. Um, and Lars was just fun. Okay. All right, fine, fine. So when when is it in the movie where it becomes feel bad for the kids to call your lawyer? Is that when Ben Stiller takes them on a 20-mile hike? I think they is that were that. trying to, right? They were trying to write letters, and it kind of made a little bit of a hint that they're trying to get out. And uh, as they do that, they also show how crazier and crazier Ben Stiller is getting in this uh, Tony Perkins, right? Yeah, but to be mm-hmm. fair, though, we never see it, though. We only hear them say it. We don't actually see him do anything too extreme until he goes on this 20-mile hike, he's shirtless, and he completely jumps off a cliff that he had no idea that that branch was going to hold him or not. Well, he was already showing to be extreme in his in his practices. And even, uh, it might not be physically extreme, but like little comments uh, like announcing to the camp that lunch has been, or breakfast and lunch or whatever, food has been canceled due to lack of hustle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so I think it's it's things like that, like excessive exercising, cutting up back on food. Um, humiliation. Things, yeah, humiliation. Things that if you called Child Protective Services these days would get things shut down very quickly. I would agree, but this was 95, though. Did Child Protective Services even exist? I said that to yes, be a smart absolutely. ass. I, I was. I'm just saying here. Um I think one of the one of the iconic parts of this movie is Ben Stiller in the uh, electric cage. That's hilarious. The kids uh, trick him. They uh, they make Ben Stiller fall into this hole, and they put him in this electrified cage that gets his power from a bug zapper. Only a kid would think of that, right? I love it. And then we get, I would say, one of my favorite parties on screen. Just a food bender of just craziness. I had fun with this. I was like, I wish I was there. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, the uh, skinny counselor guy who was just doubting himself <laughs> in chocolate syrup. Um, you know, just it was crazy. Uh, speaking of crazy, too, to kind of go back a little bit, uh, Goldberg uh, pisses off. Uh, ben Stiller, so he sends him home, but his dad's a lawyer, and he comes back, and he fakes a lobotomy. I think that scene needed to be cut. I thought that was kind of silly. Um, yeah. It kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. I wasn't a fan of that, but this but this, but this, food bender was just if it was like a, one flew the cuckoo's nest kind of a, kind of a thing, right? Do you think that was the references? I don't know. It's It, it played out pretty iconically like it, right? Mm. Yes, but then they're also saying that kids from 1995 saw One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I don't think they did. Oh, whatever. Whatever. We get the food bender thing, and okay. Can I just say, skipping ahead, that Ben Stiller escapes miraculously. Uh, we get the the English kid, right? The kid from London, and he tricks them. Nicholas. With the, Nicholas. He tricks them with a kiss. Right. Perfect. Right. But I, I just want to skip ahead that one of my bucket list things to do. And this isn't this isn't made up. This is true. And it brought back my memories. One of my bucket list things to do is to make a scene and just smash glass and walk over it and just be, make a freaking scene. And be like, rah, look at this. 
I am smashing glass. Respect me. And just watch everybody's faces like your guys's are. <laughs> to me, it would be funny because I would get the reference. And then people like Eric would know what I'm doing. So he would chuckle. And that's what I'm doing it for is people like Eric. You guys are looking at me like I'm stupid. I'm, well, because I think if I can see I it happening in my head and I just see you having like some sort of Nicolas Cage moment. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what everyone was going to get. And just like, I don't know what he's, is he brilliant Should, or do we need to call the police? I don't know what's happening here. Should we give him money? I'm not serious, but it'll be fun. I don't know. Wouldn't it be funny? Like, it would be great if your guys' wedding, if I just started breaking glass and that walking over. That would not be good. <laughs> that would not have been funny. <laughs> but that Eric would have gotten the reference. He would have gotten the reference, though. And I that, well, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a bill, too. You promised me beer at my wedding, and I didn't get any. It happens. Hey, 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 Eric got my reference earlier today when I said lightning just struck my brain, and he sent me a meme of Shmi going, oh, that, you know. I must have hurt. the apostrophe. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Um, the reason why I skipped to that scene, I'm joking, but the reason why I'm skipping to the scene is because this is where Ben Stiller goes off the rails, and I'm trying to figure out what happens. So Ben Stiller escapes, and he does like three flips from the balcony to the floor. He smashes glass and walks over this bare feet just to prove how tough he is. And then he gets sucker punched in the gut by Jerry's dad, which I guess mm -hmm. that was his like, I'm a good dad moment, but he's really a jerk. He's yes. still a jerk. I mean, yeah, Ben Stiller deserved to be punched, but Jerry's dad is no love, right? He Jerry's dad punched him only after Tony came after him. Right, too. Like, like I just, like, do I get this whole backstory on Jerry's dad? Like, Jerry's dad's, like, you know, like the manager of, like, of like some car dealership in town. You know, that he's just, he just drinks a lot of beer and he's upset with his life. Goes home. You know, smokes a cigarette, has a whiskey. I mean, you know, you just know got a sweet house in California. What yeah. I want to know yeah. is where is Tony Perkin Perkins? Tony Perkins' mom. Where is she? His father is at the end of this movie. Where's the mother? Where's the mother? Why is he the way he is? Okay. Imperative to the storyline. I need we to know. I need to know the motivations behind this character, the true motivations. Why is he the way he is? To be fair, he did say that he was adopted and put through private schools all his life. But his dad shows up at the end For of the movie, played by Ben Stiller. But where's where's his mother? First of all, if you guys do not know who are listening to this, you're referencing <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You that was around this time last year, and I still stand by it because it was a teen movie about typical teens and what goes on in teens' life, and they bring up the mom, but we don't know what happened to the mom, meaning that they don't even say, did she die or did she leave? They just said, you had a mom. They don't talk it up. And I'm just like, hey, well, you know, what's... And it just uh, doesn't matter. I'm never going to live this down with you, am I? No, you're not. I'm going to bring it up That's every time I now. am on this podcast. I'm going to be there the day you give birth, and I'm going to just say that to you. Oh, oh, you officers! Will not be. That guy right there. <laughs> Kick him out. Get him out. With smashing glass, walking to you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That would be appropriate. Yes, there we go. How did Ben Stiller screw up? So he smashes the glass. He gets sucker punched by Jerry's dad, and what he just does a bunch of overflips. He just overflips, and that's what stops him. Like yeah. my wife, like my wife, she was like, "That's what stops him." Like, like she had a memory of something bigger. 
No, I that's did basically what happens. Kind of what happens to Spot, or the Spot in the Spider Verse movie. Oh, you mean Spider Man's nemesis? <laughs> she listened to the episode. I um, watched the movie. I didn't like it. Um, so then we get into the Apache relay. So is that? Never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Hold on. Well, then before we get there, I I will bring up something to note that we got to rewatch, and I will wonder your opinion on this as well too. Before the greatest party scene, second greatest party scene, or however you got to see, which I will agree was pretty cool. It's as a kid, you're watching that. And that's just like that, the last bit of innocence that you get as a party alcohol free when it's just all just sugar rush energy. Right. Before that, uh, Pat is sitting on the deck with the nurse. Yeah. And he gets up and he says something to the, to the line of, I should get up. I should go stop it. Oh man, geez, that he, looks like he it's says, getting out of I hand. He says I should go. He says I should go down there. It looks like it's getting out of hand. It I is, should it go is down very there. vague. Yes, he should go down there. I should but go down. Should there. he go down there to stop them, or should he go down there because he's so entranced by all the food that's down there, and that's why he's uh, says that. Oh, oh, okay, it is, guys, it's a oh. big discussion between the two of us. We rewatched oh. the scene this afternoon. Okay, this so evening. I'm... So, do you, do you? What was your opinion on what that hap- What happened? Or is it not as memorable where you can make a call? Right. I took That's it fair. another way, but okay. Oh. What yes. was your way? Hold on, hold on. Well, the follow-up was uh-huh. would be because right after that, as he is going down there in his, uh, I guess, temptation, his for gluttony, there, he's grabbed by the nurse, who says, "Hey, stop." You should stay here with me instead, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I got something you can go down on. Absolutely, that's what happened. He does not say that. No, but that's what happened off camera. Yes, yes. Pat, Pat got it in. Oh. Yep. No. Why, Sarah? Now, Why? and yes, I agree to that. Absolutely, because the next time that we see Pat, he is cleaned up. He is he's lively. He is showered. He's got a button down on. His hair is washed and parted. He's got a, you know, he's got his jean shorts on with a with a belt. And he's that he guy is, that comes. Yeah, he comes in, rise and shine. Campers, come on. Can I can I get an amen? Happy. Hallelujah. Get on up. Let's go. Happy as hell. I should go down there and stop them. No, I got something you should go down on. Boom. Woo. Pat got it in. You know it, Sarah. Be proud of Pat and the nurse. They're a cute couple. Her name is Julie. What let's, let's name her. She has a name. She, fine, she has a name, but in this movie, she's still a nurse. Hello, No, nurse. are you kidding me? Julie saved Camp Hope. She's, she, she banged this guy so well that he got a yeah. camp out of it. That's true. Sarah, why are you <laughs> disgusted by this? I'm not disgusted. I just think it's more wholesome than that. Oh, no, it's not, because the next time we see them together, he goes, I'm going to kiss my girl. And yeah. she doesn't struggle. She doesn't struggle. I'm he, not saying she shouldn't, but, like. He, he dips her, Morticia uh-huh. style, Mosherine again, and just goes for it. But because he already got it in. Yeah. I don't think he did. I absolutely he, agree to okay. that, Jordan. Thank you. How Do I got to get my wife in this? Because I'm telling you. 
Pat got it in. Okay, that's your opinion. It's not. It's a fact. It's not. They did not show it on screen. Therefore, if you don't see it, it didn't happen. Nobody of cinema. You're not. You know what? This is the one time when men and women are different, Sarah. Us men know. Well, there's multiple times, but (laughs) well, according to some. But Apache relay. We'll agree to disagree. Fine. Well, fine. I'm curious how the opposite of Apache is. Greek. Roman is a Greek offensive like, tokens. Way. Yeah, very. I would say that's the one thing that does not hold up uh, in this movie is having something called the Apache relay and having all these kids dressed as as very authentic Native Americans. Uh, and then the other camp being dressed as Romans and yeah. wearing togas. I was very confused about well, how I- that happened. I'm going to add some spice to this. I don't know why it's called the Apache Relay. I don't know why it's held at the fat camp. Is I mean, like, shouldn't this relay, this athletic event be held at Camp MVP? All right. So let's assume then, because they're wearing different costumes, that this is an mm-hmm. alternating tournament. Oh, and and they, when they host, they host the Apache Relay, where uh, when they host it, they host, you know, the Coliseum Games. Or, or, okay. or the Olympics. Sure. Or maybe they just decided like every year they changed their outfits. Because the one thing that I do call BS on, they'd have nothing Native American in this movie at all up to this point. No. That's so, why I was very confused. Yeah, it makes no sense. I think the well, name sounds Camp cool. Camp Hope, it does have teepees on it. Because you camp. You you, you camp in a tent back you in the day. You camp in a teepee. teepee. A teepee only. That's what we're going in. I, Teepees and tents are different, though. It's kind of the same thing, though. You have you have poles, your animal skin, the sheet. You have your covering it. Yeah, animal mm-hmm. skin, plastic. It's the same thing. It's just modernized. I think the name's cool. I think the whole movie started out like the writer was like, "I have an idea for a movie, Apache Relay," and he had to get to that point. You know what I mean? Because because really, you guys are right. Like this whole Apache Relay. Uh, with them being Indians and the other kids wearing togas makes absolutely no sense. But you know, you're right from the end, Jordan. And uh, this guy had the had the had the Apache relay and went backwards. Absolutely. Come on, because tell me this doesn't seem like a different movie. From the time the Apache relay starts, this, this is kind of a different movie. It goes different. What's the movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jungle to Jungle? No, any uh, I think Chevy Chase is Man his stepdad. House. Man of the house. Man of the house. That's okay. kind of what it reminds me of, where they're like sitting around their little Indian, whatever. Wait a minute, is Man of the House a ripoff of <laughs> Jungle to Jungle, or is it the same? No, Man of the no. House was a, a ripoff of uh, oh, what's the one with Macaulay Culkin and Ted Danson? Dad know. to Dad to Dad. Seriously, that's the there were a, movie. a lot of kids' movies that were live action back then. Man. Hence our discussion this weekend with Magnus. Getting even with Dad? Oh, there we go. Yeah, getting even with Dad. Don't tell Mom the babysitter's dead. Classic. Um, so, yeah, so this Apache Relay is awesome. Dad, dad, we... Jungle to jungle. Oh, my God. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I don't understand how Camp Hope... Uh, catches up with Camp MVP, right? Because Camp MVP just kills them with a potato sack race. It's the the intelligence portion. They're not very smart, and the little British kid just 
annihilates them. jocks. Right, annihilates them with, 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 with American yeah. history. He blinds but, them with science. What I'm saying though is that look at the scenes because I actually, I actually watched it twice. It kind of like broke it up. So the gun goes off essentially. The MVP kid annihilates the kid with the potato sack. Then they do like the rock climbing wall kills that, right? Mm-hmm. And then have to run and do other things to get to the intelligence thing, mm-hmm. right? The dude already arrives at the intelligence thing, and the and the Camp Hope kid hasn't even attempted the wall yet. That's how dumb they are. Okay. I mean, all right, because what was the first question? Solve um, for X. Solve for X. And then you had to identify artwork, and then you had to name five vice presidents. I would have gotten the artwork and the vice presidents. The math thing I probably would have failed on. You've gotten the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Oh, the oh the thing with the no eyebrows. Mona uh-huh. something. Yeah. <laughs> Mona something. Uh, but of course, we're all leading up to the big uh go-kart race, right? Which this movie makes you want to go out and buy a go-kart as a kid. And every time that you had an opportunity to ride a go-kart as a kid, you thought of this movie. And you wanted to be Jerry flying over very dangerously over another kid. To uh, to uh, get the win, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and, and they even say, uh, Pat even says to Jerry, watch out, this guy plays dirty. How do you know that? Doesn't matter. This go-kart race is awesome. <laughs> watch out, this 13-year-old kid plays dirty. I installed some extra hardware on your go-kart that should uh, launch you in the air about 10 feet, kid. Um, also, called? I run a camp for fat kids, so thanks for coming <laughs> back here. Just uh, They put me in... One adult for every 15 kids here. <laughs> oh, you put some extra stuff in my go-kart? What's it called? It's called NOS. You'll see it a few years later in a movie called Fast and the Furious. That's exactly what he gave yeah, this, this, oh. is the, this is the prequel <laughs> this is... To, to Fast and Furious. This is how Dom Jerry... Toretto gets born. Yeah, the, uh, uh, Jerry is, is Dom Toretto because they're both in California. He comes back. He's a little beefier. Changes his name to Dom. This is exactly what happens. Yeah, this makes more sense than John Cena being his brother. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I'm going to go watch and watch Airborne tonight. But I, I, I may still stand with this is the second best because that Airborne with the ruler place at the end was great. But this is awesome. I think Airborne holds up. Sarah was in the other room while I was cheering. but I slept. You started playing it. Yeah, I know. Big big uh, surprise sarah was sleeping during a movie uh eric turned it on on a saturday morning when i had a headache so i was i was sleeping and i woke up and i could hear whatever movie was playing and i knew it was airborne because we had just talked to you about it and i knew he was going to be playing it so i want i want to know all due respect all out of love you're like the worst reviewer ever like 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 Sarah, all your stuff back in the day would have been like, it was great, I fell asleep. Next okay, review. But I always it was great, I fell asleep. Watch it. I always <laughs> come back and rewatch. It might take me two times or three times to get through the whole movie, but I will always watch the whole thing before we review it on this show. I know. I just and if it's really it. important, I will always watch it. My wife does the same thing. I don't get this. Is this a mom thing? Technically, you're a mom right now. I'm just tired all the time. Well, because you're and if I, like, this is, I mean, this was the, this has been happening for a long time. Um, somebody I used to work with referred to as watching, how was it? Watching a movie Sarah style, which nice. where you, just, you fall asleep 20 minutes in. Yeah. Um, 
like I put on my jammies, I put on a sweatshirt, I curl up on the couch with a blanket, you know, I'm all cuddled up, I'm happy, I'm safe, I'm warm, and I fall, fall right to sleep. You are a Snuggie person, right? You had a Snuggie at one point. I've never you? had a Snuggie. Don't believe that. I've had three. I have, I have a weighted blanket. Nice. All due respect, I don't think you're a bad reviewer at all. We all know this. I just have to give you guff because you give me guff about the mom, and I have to give you guff about falling asleep. Just have to do it. So I always watch the movie. So out of respect, Sarah. Jordan. What is your popcorn rating for heavyweights? Oh, this is a large bag. Yeah. It was super fun when I was young, and I think it's, it holds up, and I think it's still really fun now. Um, I would show this to my kid one day. Um, I, I remember quoting this every time we went to the lake uh, with my mom's daycare, and jokingly, we would all go, buddy! buddy. Like, that's an iconic scene. How can you <laughs> not enjoy that scene? Like, it's a, it's a fun movie. Um, and I will most certainly watch it again. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, thank you for bringing back the buddy thing because that I was losing it. I was, I was, and you guys can see me doing this. I'm drinking a beer, and he's, and, he, and then the camera pans to Lars's face with a close up, and the way his facial expression is with buddy. I was, <laughs> I went to my knees, slapping the ground. It was hilarious to me. Yes, yes, this movie's a large. This this movie may be the highlight right now. I I, I think that's going to be Twister and Godzilla when we get there later Spoiler this year. Spoiler alert. Maybe because those movies were huge, right? But like like th this movie was fun. I watched it a lot, and I, I I was nervous. I was hoping every time we do one of these for the nostalgia extravaganza, I'm hoping that we don't get another um, Brave Little Toaster. Fern Gully was close for me. Fern Gully was a close I'm probably second worst right now but this movie's fun if you if you haven't seen it go see it this is a family fun movie I think it still holds up today it's a large bag for me so Eric what is your popcorn rating for heavyweights I would, I would think that like the Mighty Ducks might be my brave little toaster right here coincidentally enough also written by Steve Brill uh, but just because I'm watching it now as of course you guys know as Bombay's the bad guy uh, this movie still holds up. It's, it's just fun. It's just innocent fun. I, I could absolutely be biased with the nostalgia extravaganza that we have going on, but it's just it's just fun. It's you could put it on at any part and pick it up, and you know what's going on. You know what's happening. You know, yeah, uh, you could put it on the background. The the runtime is obviously always appealing. Uh, everyone's a character, and that's why it works is that everyone's just having fun uh, on camera, on set, and it just looks like a fun time. I'm sure everyone is having a fun time. Ben Stiller does have that one character that I, I think, but uh, he, it works. It, it obviously works for him, and it works well for everything else. He did the same in Friends, too, I think, when he uh, was guest starring on that. His, his, his little freak out. Oh, you stupid little duck! Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. just quacking about! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's Ben Stiller. You know, he makes the characters. Some other actors do their own thing to make their characters, right? Wow, it's <laughs> my a good impression enough. But that it uh, it's funny because he's so over the top, and when you aren't trying to be funny, it's funny. 
and he's so crazy over the top you're just like this is really intense but it's so ridiculous of what he's saying and doing and he commits to that that's why it's it's funny because <laughs> everyone's just staring at this guy like what is this what is he doing uh 20 miles we looked that up i looked that up to see because when we went to norway we did our hiking trip uh up and down how long it was 15 miles it was only like five miles five miles yeah 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 they're hiking 20 on a on a mountain or a hill like that forget about it so did i give a rating large bag no large um, I want to end the show on this one. Did you guys ever YouTube uh, rated R Home Alone? No. Or like Home Alone with Blood? You ever YouTube that? The, no. You're talking about the updated one, like with the 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 new Macaulay Culkin, the old Macaulay Culkin doing it? No, no. Something just YouTube Home Alone with Blood. Somebody took Home Alone years ago. It came out like five years ago, and uh, they edited what a real injury would be to the burglars with blood spattering everywhere. It's hilarious. It's really, really funny. Remember when they get hit with the pipe in the face? Yeah. Well, when it cuts to them, their faces are completely smushed in and they're missing their teeth. Ooh. It's hilarious. I wish they do that for this movie just for Ben Stiller. I wish they would cut to a scene of him just going crazy and running and grabbing. I'm still on that on that darn tree branch like just hanging over the cliff i just wanted to snap and then you just hear like that long uh like remember in casper when the dad falls and falls and he just screams and screams and screams yeah i mm-hmm. want that to happen for this oh geez when he uh, fell into that hole like that was not that was brutal yeah that was a, that yeah. was a big fall you could have definitely right. broken a leg or two. Oh my god it's fun it was fun um, yeah, thank you everybody so much for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. We know you're listening to us on YouTube, so thank you for that one. Everybody in Brazil, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you, yeah, yeah. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check us out at Movie Guys Podcast at podbean.com or wherever you get your podcast from. We are on. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, and we'll be back next Thursday for another awesome episode. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.